Hello and welcome to Own Your Divine Light podcast. My name is Yara Atlantica Miller. This is the soul name of Janet Miller, my birth name. I also have another soul name, Isla Saruna Miller. These names were given to me through a deep spiritual process. I am telling you this because when you listen to these different seasons, you will hear me introduce myself as Janet, Isla Sarona, and finally as Yara Atlantica Miller. I want you to know these names are all me and simply an evolution of my divine aspect. We all have been on an amazing journey to embody the divine aspects of ourselves. We have been asked to look at our light and shadow and to recognize and accept all that we are. We came onto this planet because we knew this was going to be a challenging job. That's why I created Own Your Divine Light podcast. This podcast is full of so many people who have walked their talk and shifted their lives no matter what they have been through. You will hear many ways to support you on this journey as a multidimensional being and steps you can take to becoming that divine being that you've always known yourself to be. Thank you for joining this podcast. Let's now take a deep dive in today's empowering conversation. Activators, welcome to season three of Own Your Divine Light Show. I am Janet Miller, the Divine Light Activator, and I'm ha so happy to have you here during this momentous time. Something none of us have experienced before, and I feel it's so important to share our, about ourselves and through, through these experiences. We are in the shift of ages, and we are learning about ourselves, and it is a gift. And if you are healthy, it can be a gift. If you are recovering or lost someone, I send my heartfelt blessings to you. Right now, I would like to have a moment of silence for our brothers and sisters of color because you all deserve to live in safety and sending you love and blessings. So if you don't mind taking a moment, Dr. Cousins. Good. And thank you, because we they all voices are needed to be heard at this time. It's so important for us to send. We're sending you love and blessings because we're here to learn and support you in any way we can. We're ready to create the world we're waiting for, and we are ready to do this together. And I'm so honored today to have the multi-accomplished, multi-dimensional humanitarian, Dr. Gabriel Cousins, with us today. And welcome, Dr. Cousins. Well, Janet, I'm happy to be here and share. Uh, <laughs> And as you, you'll see, multiple uh, connections. Yes, oh, I know. So just to name a few things, because his list is so long. He is an accomplished, liberated yogi. Now, that is something I had never heard of. I thought that was just absolutely amazing. And he was directed to uh, give Shaktipat, which is energy to awaken the Kundalini. I think that is just so beautiful. Everything you do is heartfelt, and I see that. Just so your heart is so big, and you just follow. And you also are an American four-year sun dancer, an eagle dancer, an 11-year spirit dancer. I said, that is incredible. And I saw your happy birthday dance. So happy late birthday, belated birthday. That was awesome. 
And you're also ahead of the Yellow Horse horse clan and he also contributes to the spiritual world through spiritual nutrition and the formulation of his path of holistic liberation which emphasizes a natural way of living guided by his six foundations and seven full peace so many things that we could talk about and i know we have a little shorter time this this time so i'm gonna let you and he's an or here's this one a holistic orthomolecular physician a homeopath. I didn't. I don't know what an orthomolecular is, but if it's got something to do with molecules, I'm sure it's. It has to do with vitamins and minerals. Right. And okay. People's minds. That's an incredible. So, so I don't give people psychiatric medications. I. Uh, right. We, right. Because you are a psychiatrist. Fundamental functioning with that. Yeah, you're you're very natural. I know you're a psychiatrist by tra you know that's how you started, right. but then you went into the natural world and family therapist, Ayurvedic practitioner, Chinese herbalist, and you were even a commander in the U.S. Public Health. You have founded your Tree of Life Foundation, and you have the Tree of Life Center in the U.S., and you have had been an author of 14 books. So this is a very accomplished man. He is also a co-founder of the West African NGO called Wares, which I thought was absolutely fabulous. And you have another group in Mexico, and you are very, very involved with the, you've supported um, and, uh, and health and diabetes prevention programs all over the world, organic farming and orphanages in 28 countries. I mean, you're married. You have two grown children and three grandchildren. I loved all of that because it's just, look at how complete you are. It's the whole circle. You've really completed it all. It's like you're an ascended master in your body here. <laughs> I really feel like you have, you've, you've reached it. So I just want to know what is project is most dear to you? What do you want to talk about today? What do you feel is the most important thing? Because it's your platform today. Well, I, I just mentioned I also lived and worked in central Harlem for three years. Okay, yeah. Um, I was friends with Malcolm X. Oh, wow. A little bit of time, you know, That's verbal amazing. friends. Uh, <clears throat> and work with black communities really around the world, but uh, in really six different countries in Africa. Wow. So I'm kind of connected in a, in a different way, mm -hmm. if you understand. I've also worked with gangs on the south side of Chicago. Wow. So I do uh, have done and do a lot of work in the, in the black world, so to speak. Having a slightly different understanding coming from actually a community organizer living in Harlem. That I'm just kind of putting in because that's the topic of the day. But the topic of the day for me is the only thing that matters is about God. Because if we don't have that, we have nothing. Right. And uh, so getting that perspective, but I'm going to ask you one more thing uh, before I do that. We could take the last 10 minutes and I could actually give Shaktipat over, this is what I've been doing, oh, over the internet. Wonderful. I would love that. That would be so special for all of us because I, I said my prayer and I grounded before asking whatever he's meant to bring through, he will. And I forgot to say you're also a rabbi. I, I, yeah. I, that's just amazing. I mean, you've done it all. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're going to start with the prayer of merging the heavens and earth, heart and mind, because when that disconnection happens, you see the chaos that we're seeing today. Uh -huh. So, Okay, welcome everybody to this and thank you, Janet. I, I think the biggest thing as we're looking at 
the chaos, okay, is, and, and particularly for your listeners, is, well, what can we do in the middle of this chaos? Mm-hmm. First, we don't want to add to it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So how do we not add to it? Well, the most important thing we, we can do is go inside and really connect to who we are, the truth of who we are, not our politics, not our opinions, but the deeper truth of who we are. That's really it. And it's so easy to get swept into this mob psychology. You know, that's what happened with Robespierre. That happens with Mao and the Red Guards. And, you know, we see it with Stalin. These uh, kind of mob things really happen consistently throughout history that push people out of the truth. Mm-hmm. All of them were against God. Mm-hmm. Right. If we, we really kind of look back, it's like, well, no God for Mao, no God for Stalin, no God for Robespierre. So we have to understand the bigger struggle, more from a spiritual point of view of what's going on, rather than getting caught in the politics, which is really easy to get lost to. Because we, we feel for what happened, for sure. I mean, I have to tell you, working with Black Kings in South Side of Chicago, people are getting killed all the time. I mean, literally. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I understand. And uh, for the two years I worked in there, nobody got killed. Nice. Well, there's a reason for that is that giving more meaning. Mm. Right? Riots don't give you meaning. Mm-hmm. They amplify more of the demonic energy. But when we look at that, and when I worked in Central Harlem, live there. No, I didn't just work there. I lived there. I was part of the community. It's the same thing. I work with the community leaders. I also work with the original Black Panther uh, groups, both in uh, San Francisco, Oakland, but also in New York City. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, was pretty close to people. A lot of people got killed. This is not new here, okay, unfortunately. So um, that has minimized what happened. But, you know, my personal friends got killed. Mm. Uh, wow. So I, I, you know, who are Black Panthers? Yeah. Oh, okay. sure. So yeah. this is not new. This is not new. It doesn't mean it has to be. St- uh, we have to deal with it, but it's like, oh, oh, oh I just noticed that this is happening. Okay. Mm-hmm. So where do we go with that? And we we need to. To me, uh, as people are asking me for help around the world, is we can't go anywhere until we remember who we are. That's kind of the most important thing. And yeah. from that place of that truth of who we are, okay, then we can begin to radiate the light that can begin to transform and wake up the world to the bigger truth of who we are. Yeah. And in that process, when you see that we are the light of God, we are that image, we begin to see it in other people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's how I. That's my platform is for people to own their divine light <laughs> and see it in other people, and, and always see it in other people. Yes. yes. So yes. what's being happening is completely in opposition to that truth. Yeah. yeah. That's my concern. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, without again getting the politics, the big picture is how do we as spiritual people help people remember who they are and begin to see the light in each other and see the unity. 
that's the key. That's the key. And that's why I have a thing in, in, in West Africa, because we're all working together. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And in Mexico, same thing. The Alonso de Corazon, the Alliance of the Heart. Mm. We're all working together. All opening from the heart. It's all right. heart-based. So that's what I, I see that we need to do is, is remember who we are, get back to this heart-centered way, seeing God in all people. Um, not buying, I'm going to call it, you know, the different levels of racism is very, very dangerous. Yes. Divisiveness is what kills people. Unity is what brings people together. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's just all over the world. We face that. I mean, it's just, you know, and I don't want to say there's nothing new, but I would like to see taking this opportunity to say, well, there is a big problem, right? You know, it's a tribal problem in a certain way. If you work in Africa, you understand that, you know, certain tribes are attacking other tribes and, you know, you get what I'm saying here. A and, lot and, of problem. Yes. It's and our job is to bring people to the awareness that we're all holy beings. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honoring the light and, and love of God in each person. How do we do it? We have to wake up ourselves. Yeah. Absolutely. That's uh, kind of how I'm kind of approach it. This is really the way I've always approached it. Mm -hmm. okay. And I will tell you, living and working in Central Harlem, working with a lot of political people as a community organizer, um, it works. My experience in the, you know, talking about the black community is people are really open to this. I mean, they are founded in church. They are founded in, in a, a, a certain level. Uh, you know, even Malcolm X who got demonized he definitely had a definitely had a spiritual uh, oh take yeah that. i read his book so i know his life yeah. story yeah i read it and um, yeah. and i know him as i said i knew him personally, personally. yeah that's a different over bit. about a well over a few years so what's my point is that they like martin luther king who i didn't know personally um were focused on again god yeah yeah it's a really important thing to understand because what we're seeing today isn't doing that. So, so what did you do in Chicago that made things different? What did, what, how did, I mean, you say you, you, what did you actually do? Like what was the physical? Well, I, I met with, I met, I worked with a gang of about 300 people, mm -hmm. Lords. Um, and they had, uh, honestly, no meaning and no expectation of a future. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, of course, everybody gets killed by the time they're in their early 20s. What's the big deal? Expected. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. So, so how do you change that expectation? Mm. So I began working. I began doing education. I actually began playing tapes of Malcolm X to people because they were the only, he was the only one they could really relate to. And, and then we began to do kind of good things. We actually stopped a full-on riot. That's this is amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, it was... Uh, where we, I worked out at a place called Abraham Lincoln Center. It was across a, a street from huge settlements. You know, somebody went to shoot somebody, this, whatever happened. Big crowd gathered. Then a bus came by. And then it hit a kid. Suddenly we have a full unrest. Wow. So with the gang members, I said, let's do it. Let's take care of this. Mm -hmm. So we went out. I mean, there were thousands of people. I'm not talking hundreds of people. Thousands of people on the street. And we were able to bring order to it. The police were pretty smart. 
they let us alone. They, they showed up, obviously. Mm-hmm. They did not interfere. I mean, we're doing a good job, right? That's wonderful, yeah. That, that's and, and so <laughs> the gang had a huge victory. No. Mm-hmm. So the question is, well, oh, wow, we can do this. We're leaders. We can actually do good for our community. Mm. That's powerful. Big change in perspective. Yeah. Yeah, because they had, they could, they had self worth. They, they could love. That's exactly right. Of course, right. And yeah. uh, and I remember the the regional police lieutenant met with us after he says, "What did you guys do? How did you do that?" But we did it because you valued was, them. Yes. You gave so, them their voice. That's right. Uh, that's what we're doing now again. Is letting that happen, don't you think? I mean the. You know, the black, the people of color, they're ready to, you know, they're tired. They've been getting killed constantly. So they want to be listened to. And, you know, they talk about systemic racism. I mean, that, uh, it's opened my eyes to see, you know, children, you know, the little black child picking the white doll over the black doll. Because why? Because that's the good one and this is the bad one. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, who would think at that age that they're so programmed that there's something wrong with the color? So the, the, the issue is what you said earlier, honestly, is self-esteem, yes. self-worth, uh, and stopping a riot is not an intellectual concept. <laughs> You're out in the street, this is serious stuff, because it goes wrong, it really goes wrong. So my work with them, and really very much in Central Home too, was uh, creating situations where people could experience direct self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, so what I did in Harlem, for example, I lived about a, a block and a half from Harlem Hospital, uh, around the corner from Big Wealth Smalls, where actually Malcolm X actually worked. Okay. And we worked with a, a school, and we created, because there's a whole, it's too long to go in, but we basically created a one week, I brought, people from all eight different medical schools, and we examined everybody. It was like a community control situation. That, those were the days, PS175 was the first school to really do it, not IS201, if you know what I'm talking about. We were the very first. And basically, we created a community control situation that really, really worked. You know, we had a, obviously a parents committee, but we brought in and we examined all the kids in the school in one week in the evenings. Um, and really exciting. But then what happened after that was more exciting. I was able to get some funding to train uh, mothers, mostly it was going to mothers in the community, um, to be like paramedics. Mm. Because when we analyzed the system, basically people had no access uh, or skills to get the access to health. Mm. So I got some grant money and we started a whole service where we, we trained the mothers. Basically, we were covering half of all Harlem. Wow. That's a lot, that's a lot of schools. That's a big place, yes. And then I worked with the head of the uh, health department to then get the New York City to continue the program. Mm. If I want to, in other words, yeah. a grant gets you started, yeah. but then the program has to continue. So we had a whole training program for, you know, the mothers in the community. It's called income as well, but doing some really, really, really positive things. So everybody gets involved in health, health education, 
and getting people to get you know help in a variety of ways so again what's the point community control community empowerment yes and success okay. and i have to be honest burning down stores in your local community is not about success okay yeah, it's about right. destruction no i i absolutely agree but some yeah. of that so, is so we are doing really we were doing you know and still are because i do this all over the world oh, doing really so positive things so in africa we have uh, I do a lot of work with diabetes, so we, we have a whole training program for people, and then they go out and they screen for diabetes. It's the same principle. It's community empowerment. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. In, in a real way, not a rhetorical way. Right. No, real practical, really good things for take really good action. purposes. Yeah. yeah. Take the action, because that's yeah. what really, that really is speaking now. You're listening, but you're also taking the action. And right. So that's what I've been doing since the 60s. Wow. Okay. Um, and personally very committed to it and it works and part of it works is we have mutual respect yeah. I never this is a little because of the white black thing people get confused I never a lot of white liberals want to be oh I act like black people I never did that right, right. they used That's to laugh at the white liberals for being so such fools such fools right. actually no, like that yeah but they were with me you know they're saying look you're real with us you're who you are. Yes. We, you're, you're a real person. Yes. We'll work with you. This is good. You're, you're, you put your body on the line in multiple ways. Fine. You're in. Prove, We're, you know. Prove yourself. Yes. Yeah. So, but, but I never, I did, you know, this bowing down. This is not good. You only bow down to God. But what I'm saying is they respected me, mm -hmm. the leaders, because we're, we are really equals. We're not playing games here. We are trying to help the community. That's it. You know, mm -hmm. we get killed, it happens, but we're doing the best we can. Okay. So rather than doing, you know, doing this kind of subtle bowing down, they it was very disrespectful. When the black people just would joke about how, what fools those white people are, literally, to me. You so, know? so you think that's going to apply now? So, is that uh, absolutely no question about it? It's just the same game I saw in Central Harlem. Okay, nothing. Yeah. Okay, but I, I don't want to go too much into it because the key not to do that way is see God within yourself, experience yes. God within yourself, experience God in each other, and that's why it works. Okay, where, where if I'm in Central Africa, West Africa, or I'm Central Harlem, it doesn't matter. We're, I'm and I'll for it with the gangs, I'm seeing God with them. Yes. I may be playing basketball with them at 11 o'clock at night, you know, with a hoop. But, you know, there's a mutual respect. Yes. And that, that's what I think has been missing all these years. And so you're, yeah. you, that's what we're getting. That's what the, everyone's asking for. That's what all these groups and people are asking for is that mutual respect. To, and just to live as we all live and, you know, be safe. That's that's my well. I don't know if anybody's safe, but okay. Well, safe within the the realm of safety that we have, like as white people. When you look at it, our safety is a little different than their safety. <laughs> well, let's just say when I lived in Central Harlem, we had a block club. If our the place we're giving tickets, they'd knock on the door and say, "Hey, your cars are going to the street. Move, you know, you're going to need to move it." Everybody took care of everybody else. 
Well, see, that's the old ways and we, we've lost them. We need them to come back, to care about people in your neighborhood, your community. People don't even know their neighbors. I mean, we've gotten so separated. I mean, in technology also is partly part of that. And um, I just, it's yeah. like- it's, so we, were, we were working on that level as, as just people living in the community. Right. Well, you were very ahead of the times. I mean, the 60s was kind of like that. People were coming into their hearts, opening their hearts more. I mean, I, I was born in the, I was, I'm, I'm your age group, you know, so I'm not that much different. So. <laughs> you're like some of your age. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I know those, those eras. I know them yeah. all. So it's possible. So that, that was kind of where, that works. It works yeah. all over the world. It works today in Africa. It works in Mexico. Uh, I worked, I do a lot of work with Native American. It works. Okay. And that's the, the key thing to, to understand in, the, in yes. the big picture. And I agree. Mutual respect is number one. Seeing God in each other, know that we're exactly the same. It's like you, you're a mirror of me. You are a mirror right. of me. And when we see each other, we see God. So it is about seven minutes. Do you want to do your shanti pot? Let's do it. I can go five, I can go five minutes over. Okay. Thank you. It. So let, let me just explain to people. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to give a, because uh, it's a meditation, isn't it? Mm. So, and, and really, um, so my lineage goes back actually to Shiva. So uh, 8,000 years. So I've been empowered in that lineage. Uh, by my uh, spiritual uh, guru, uh, Swami Muktananda, mm -hmm. um, to give Shakti Pada. So it's not just out of the blue. No, you I, have know. Lineage yes, I understand. Yeah. Okay, so uh, basically, um, to meditate, I'm just going to go very quickly. We sit quietly, um, we witness, observe what goes on. And most of you people probably know this, but I'm just reviewing it, so we're on the same page. Yeah. Uh, if the Kundalini is awakened, you may have movements. Don't worry about it. You're not crazy, right? <laughs> That's good and, to see. And that. then <laughs> I have a I use a, a mantra uh, that actually came to me after a 21 day water fast, and wow. it's mm -hmm. the name of God is grace, mm -hmm. which is what we need today. Absolutely. Yoda in breath, hey on the out breath, wa on in breath. Hey, I'm opera. It's the inner male and female becoming one, outer male and female becoming one. So it's uh -huh. one of unity yes. as well. Yes. So you just repeat that with your breath. Yod, and then hey, wa, and then hey. And, and then when your mind's quiet, you let go of it. Say that last one again. When your mind is quiet, you stop repeating the mantra. Oh. The mantra is just to focus your mind. Okay. 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 So this is what Moses received at the burning bush. As I, wow. you know, this was the name of God. He died. Mm. The name of God is grace, and we certainly need a lot of grace today. <laughs> my friend said her granddaughter just was born, and guess what? Their, her name is. Her name is Grace. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Just two days ago. <laughs> oh well, congratulations! Congratulations, Grace. So what I'm going to do, and and is the energy i'm just going to simply look into i'm not sure how this goes but, but yeah, you're perfect just look straight ahead it's fine. okay so i'm just going to do this for about 20 seconds and we'll go into meditation for 10 minutes i'll go over a little bit okay and then a little sharing just to make sure everybody's Thank okay you so much okay so let's just i'm going to just be looking in and feel the energy the soul energy coming through and then i'll just uh, a yoda in one of our meditation. Here we go. 
So kind of open your eyes and receive the energy okay. as it's coming through from the divine. Okay, so with the yod, we'll go into meditation. Close your eyes and just repeat the mantra until your mind is quiet.
Slowly come out of meditation. Wow. That was beautiful. And I know this is a recorded video, so yes. there is an audience out there at this moment, but anything you want to I share? I can about tell your... you. Yeah, I felt this amazing, just gentle energy coming in right down my spine. It just, it's going all the way down my spine. It was just like, a, like the softest breath going down my spine. It was amazing. Nice. So, so that's the Kundalini being activated. That's what I, 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 it, it, comes, said, yes. it goes in two directions, coming yeah, down. Yeah, it usually comes down or up, but I was feeling it from up to me, coming down yeah, and around so a that's lot. part of it. That's I have spent, I've felt it before from the bottom up, but now I'm feeling it and I'm, my legs are tingling. Oh my goodness. It's, and it's so, it's so soft. The sauce, I felt a Kundalini opening before and it was a whole different experience. This is another kind of experience where it's just, so beautiful like this amazing love like you said it's grace and that's what i all i could think of is the grace coming through my body the love of god the love of spirit source coming through my body just it's just beautiful and i i still feel it it's still in me yeah well it can go on for a while i mean i'm glad to hear that because it's so nice i don't want it to end <laughs> thank well, you so it much does, it does what it does so yeah if, um now each week Partly in, in trying to respond to the world crisis, really. Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. I am doing this, uh, actually, I, uh, in the Middle East, I have a group, and then also in Brazil and in, in Spanish-speaking and also English-speaking. Fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> so at 5 o'clock uh, West Coast time, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, each Thursday, okay, I'm doing this kind of free thing where we, we people have spiritual questions and answers, and then we do this. I call it the firepower of God. You oh know, yeah, definitely. Uh, you it's know, amazing. Naturally burning up because that's what's needed today. It is, and it makes people feel loved. I mean, you feel this eternal love. It's like unconditional love coming through your body. It's amazing, and it's it's so tender. It's so gentle. I mean, that's, I can just feel it's, 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 it's the real soul empowerment. Mm. That's what we're talking about. I love that. I love that. And thank you for explaining that. And you know, the only thing I could, I couldn't remember the words you said. So that's I just, okay. I'm just imagined the symbols in my mind. And I just said, I know that we know it because he said it. And it's just imagine that it's there. And I did. And it was just so beautiful when I relaxed and let go of the thinking. I'm like, okay. Now I can totally embody this whole amazing, and I just, it's still going, and I feel it really around my heart right now, just sort of in the back of my heart. Right, I understand. That's yeah, a full heart chakra opening, not the front, but it, the, yeah, the peppers are like a globe in a way. Yeah, yeah. They're not a disc. So great. Um, so if people want to reach me, they just go to drcousins.com. Mm -hmm. We have a online community where we're supporting oh, yes. people right away. People need a lot of support. This I is joined a hard it. time. I, yeah, I you joined know. your community. I said, this oh, is good. amazing. I know. And my husband, I'm married to a Jewish guy. My kids are Jewish. So, you know, we uh, they've all been bought and bought mitzvah, you know, all that. <laughs> good. So Very we good. have an amazing, uh, yeah. And my, I, was, he, I said, you've got to meet, doc you got to look at Dr. Cousin's stuff. This is amazing. Rabbi Cousins, it's amazing what you do. So. 
Excellent. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. So I know you had a free gift and I don't know if you want to just, do you remember what it's a quick go? Uh, you have a uh, six PDF options and they're amazing. I was looking. Yeah. At what they have to do is they just to sign up for the newsletter. They yep. get that free gift and they get to choose. I see it. I, I downloaded it. Yeah. I downloaded one because you had one about iodine and I'm like, that's so interesting. I wanted to know about that. So it's so that's very important. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I can't believe he had that. And I was just going to, I was going to ask you a question on that, but we don't really have time today. But I said, that was um, one of my questions I was going to ask about, but it's okay. It well, was, tell me the question and we'll go ahead. I'm well, you know, I have a low thyroid. And so with all this stuff going on in the world, um, you know, everyone was buying, getting things for COVID and all that. And so, so one of my friends said, get iodine, get the organic iodine and take it. And of course I'm on, you know, leave blood thyroxine. So I said, I don't feel comfortable because I don't know how to take it. So I right. used it um, like on my body, but not in the body. So. so, so there's a few pieces. First of all, from a spiritual point of view, uh, iodine activates the pineal gland. Ah, okay. It gets the forces out the fluoride. And chloride out of the pineal gland oh, and wow. you know because it's a halogen second it really activates the brain the heart mm. pancreas obviously the thyroid um the way to do it okay uh safely without me being your doctor right, is right. That i i have uh, i use a a iodine um that's called illumidine. It's scalar wave activated. It's, mm -hmm. Okay. So what I recommend is start with one drop three times a day in water. See how you do. Um, do you feel more active? You know, and you can, uh -huh. you can work up to 15 drops three times a day. But the point I'm making here is that then you'll see, well, my heart starts racing. Well, that's too much. Yes. Um, so, yes. so these things can be used along with uh, the medications. Um, but you just have to measure it so you get the right amount that makes you feel better and clear because it really helps your brain function. Major way helps brain function. Interesting. <clears throat> I wasn't aware. But it gives yeah. you a certain vitality. Mm. Okay. So interesting. So and it's really people think force. It's for chakra, obviously. Yeah, of course. My throat was. Yeah. I did not yeah. speak very well for a long, long time. This is like a whole major opening for me. <laughs> Right, that's good. You're doing well, getting your program going, so it's good. So just start real slow. Has to be taken away from food. This illuminating. Oh, okay. That's away it. from food. Yeah, oh, uh, in water, at least 15 minutes to a half hour from food. Ah, and you know, I take an adrenal support, like a vitamin support. So yeah. I wasn't sure. I didn't want to like. It will help the adrenals as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Also, also, it's antiviral. It's the best. Yes, and that's why I they were recommending it. Like a friend of mine who is a vegan nutritionist, she recommended it. And right. so I said, wow, that's interesting. So I bought it. But you have a particular, I know you have your own uh, vitamin system that you use. Well, yeah, I, I have one. It's again, scalable vector. And so I do have, people can get on the newsletter, they can get the whole protocol, yes. which is just being healthy as a protection against, you know, the, the COVID thing. And, and Really, everybody's been on the program. I haven't had one person get get it. But so you have a COVID profile on your um. Yes, website. it's okay. uh, my newsletter comes. In oh, each okay, newsletter. okay. And so anyone that signs up or connects, it automatically they'll get the profile. I think I missed that one. Okay, that's. I figured you did because I was listening to you talk one day, and I said, "Oh, he's you know he's, you're giving a lot of information." I'm like, "Wow, I don't know any of that." <laughs> so yeah. we're so constantly learning. 
it's something you can do and it's non-medical, you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. That's powerful. So thank you. I have to thank you so much for everything that you did today. And, and, for, uh, and, uh, and I'm so happy that we finally got together. And just thanking you so much for being the cosmic humanitarian and being that you are and bringing so much love and, and, and support to humanity with all that you do and thank helping you. people, you know, finding their sole purpose. You do that, like yes. you're, you're bringing yes. that to the world. You're helping them unlock their passions, ignite their authenticity, and finally creating the lives and world we love and we've been waiting for. And it starts uh, with finding your own, connecting with your own soul, and then everything happens from there. Absolutely. absolutely. Well, so, thank you for so your good God. work. May you be blessed, and all your people who are listening, be blessed. Thank okay. you. I am Janet Miller, and I'll see you all on the next episode. Thank you so much. Okay, you Hello again. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. If you did, please remember to leave a review. This helps us gather ideas on how else we can improve our content so we can provide you the best experience as you tune in with us. Before I let you go, I want to let you know that as an energy facilitator and divine light mapper, I am here to guide you in discovering your soul's purpose in this ongoing new paradigm shift. When you're ready to discover your soul's purpose, book a divine light mapping session with me to gain understanding of your soul's journey. You may also book a Solex AO scan session with me to harmonize your mind, body, and spirit. We'll take a look at your signature blueprint, which we all emit with energy, frequency, and vibration. And with this information you gain, you will surely leave here empowered to take charge of your sovereign body. When you're ready to book a session and to learn more about our current events, promos, and services, please visit ownyourdivinelight.com. Thank you again for participating in our podcast. Our journey to 5D continues.